Welcome to This is the Song, a podcast brought to you by the LaSalle School of Engineering. Each episode, we bring you a fresh conversation from the LaSalle community. Every episode, you'll hear from engineers and scientists, aka our students, profs, alumni, and industry partners, stories about designing solutions to complex problems to push our world forward. Tune in as these stories will engage, inspire, and delight you to create human impact through science and engineering. My name is Utkarsh Pandey, and I'm a computer science student here at Lasan. Today, we have the pleasure of chatting with Bemisola Atreli, a computer science student at Lasan, as well as a mentor for our work integrated learning program in physics. Bemi is currently working on her final year capstone project, which was inspired by a personal story of using technology to help people with physical disability. As she looks into the future, Bemi hopes to create a positive shift and showcase stories of startup culture and tech innovation in African countries. So what, what is it that you're working on? Or I'm developing the, I'm creating like a mobile app, like a fit, mobile fitness app right now for people with disabilities. Uh, so mostly for people who are using wheelchairs and who are blind. So that's my capstone project. And I'm working with other students who are in kinesiology. Um, so it's been, that has been mostly in my mind uh, in terms of trying to figure out how to create it, like the roadmap. I just literally had a conversation with my professor, my, the supervisor I'm working with, uh, about discussing the technical aspect of the project. So uh, pretty much that's been interesting in terms of I have to come up, we have to, as a group, we have to do a bit of research and learn how to read papers properly. Uh, so it's a lot of new things I'm learning and learning as I go, as I go along. Uh, but interesting, interesting. It's going to be a really interesting and really fun year, I'm going to say. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so what was the inspiration behind the app and how did you line it up with the idea that you're working on? It's happened. Okay, my mom um, had an accident when I was a kid, like she, when I was like two years or three years old. Um, and she wasn't be able to, she hasn't been able to move one of her leg, like she hasn't been able to bend it. So I kind of saw her like during the pandemic, you know, you don't really go out, right? So we, she used to plug in um, HDMI cord from the computer to the TV uh, so that she can exercise. Uh, and I noticed that the videos she watches and everything is mostly people with their able body. Like she has to modify all the exercise just to make sure that to fit um, to match, like, to, to figure, to pretty much to make sure she's not injuring her leg or anything like that, to make a proper form. So I kind of just, it, it was just sparked in my head during the summer as I was doing the research project. And I was like, how should I do it? Like, it was a bit of a rushed um, thing to say to get a professor and to kind of join the C4 program, but it was worth it. And that was pretty much my inspiration in, in dabbling into fitness I, I wasn't even looking to go into mobile development i was into web development but kind of just like why not it's something that i want to tackle and i want it's an issue that is actually it's a reality it's a reality for about 15 percent of the population in the world uh, and i think that is an important issue we should we should discuss yeah yeah, so that's that's very that's a very direct implication, I think, of the of the program you chose. Uh, so, question for you: uh, How did you land it up uh, in uh, in uh, in discovering that computer science is the program you want to pursue uh, in in high school? 
honestly, it was just a gamble <laughs> for me. Uh, I did like over one summer, I, I stayed home and I was like, how do you build a website? And I couldn't figure it out. So, but I did learn a bit of HTML and CSS and I spent like, uh, I spent um, some nights trying to figure out and debug and understand how it works. Uh, so going into computer science, I knew I was okay with math and I, I, I wanted to build, I legit wanted to build websites. That was my core goal. Uh, so I didn't really know exactly what I was getting into per se, but I applied to um, other universities gearing towards computer science. Plus, um, I did dabble into trying to fix computers. So I'm the tech person in my home. <laughs> the clichéness of um, having that, like as a computer science, you only deal with like coding and not whatnot, but what other people see is that, hey, can you fix this, uh, this uh, uh, it's not turning on, the computer's not turning on, so you have to try to help them. So I'm kind of that person in my own household, and that also led me to kind um, of pursue computer science and um, my program. Yeah, uh, and uh, and uh, how has your understanding sort of evolved from there? Uh, as in, when you came into computer science, what was your idea of the field then, and what is it now? It was quite limited, I would say. I didn't know exactly what was there. I only know that knew there was um, web development. That was it, and I think mobile development. But I wasn't really like into that per se. So it kind of just evolved into learning different, there's literally different branches from being a tester to being a software developer to being a backend developer, full stack engineer. Like I didn't know like the spectrum of how large it can get, like machine learning to a AI developer. So um, it was an interesting ride. It was quite limited my first year in terms of what you can do with it until my second year where I kind of got into the, an insight into what you can apply the knowledge in, where you can apply um, computer science knowledge into. So uh, it has evolved. I have dabbled into some things here and there. Some, I haven't dabbled into machine learning. <laughs> it wasn't the best for me, but uh, it was interesting, right? Uh, and, and I think I've gone, I think I've gone a full circle right now because I started with web development when I started and I was like dabbling to different things like machine learning or making a backend stuff and, and doing like software developments like um, learning stuff in Java objects uh, object oriented programming kind of thing. So I've gone kind of full circle and gone into back to web development and mobile development. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you were talking about research. Uh, tell me more about that. Who were you working with? Uh, what was the what was the intent of the research project? We kind of came up with a research question, which was how might you use drone technology, uh, object image image detection system, and um, geomatics data using the UN SDGs. Try to figure out how to complete that research question. At the end of the day, the, the students came up with how might um, those three technology be used to um, figure out if a neighborhood is prone to flooding. So that's what they tackled. We got them to understand how those technology work and how they might apply it to the real world in a real world situation. And was this the Helen Carswell program? Uh, 
it was not the Helens, it, it was the work integrative study program. So they had both of them happen during the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my section was the work integrative um, section and the other students were in, um, and some of the students were also in the car as well, same program. Uh, but all of them were taking physics, physics mm-hmm. uh, in grade 11 or physics grade 10. Mm-hmm. But I also did work on, because um, the first time I worked with K2I was this year, January to May, uh, where we also did a bit of a research. It was dealing with Aboriginal communities where they don't have access to clean drinking water and the student had to tackle how might you pro- um, provide, um, a, how might you deliver a safe system or safe drinking water to a remote um, Indigenous community. Uh, which they did tackle by car- like by creating like a, a, a 3D diagram of a water filtration system. So they didn't necessarily have, they didn't necessarily build it, but they were able to create like a 3D diagram of how that works using like the engineering design process and try to iterate through it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, t- uh, and you also work for K2I. Uh, so uh, K2I, for those who don't understand the abbreviation, it's kindergarten to industry. Um, so uh, tell us more about uh, getting involved with that initiative at Lausanne and what what do you, what does your day look like there? Right. Um, so I, I saw a flyer. Uh, I think Lausanne sent it on email, like applying that you can uh, mentor kids from in high school. So I jumped into the opportunity and I applied um, and I got the interview and I got in. So that was my first step into um, K2I. Uh, so I kind of been going through the journey about me- of j- mentoring and guiding students in high school um, in terms of learning about STEM and how it, 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 it works in real life through a research project and how you can tackle problems using from the UN, how you can come up with problems from the UN SDGs and try to use the engineering design or the computational thinking or um, design thinking to come up with a solution that is feasible and is uh, can actually work in the real in real world. Although this works usually it works better um, in in person, but unfortunately we have to use um, Zoom. So it was a bit of a challenge, but the students were able to learn something and grasp and and and, and kind of get their first insight into how the things they learn in class like math how they they can apply that in the real world how they can apply science or or touch base with engineering even if they've not necessarily done that in high school or technology how they can apply that to in uh, in in, um, in the real world so currently um i'm still working right now with k-twice um so my 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 task, or uh, I'll say my, uh, what I'm meant to do right now is my, my job title is pretty much to uh, create content and provide um, pretty much and guide students who are in um, ranges from grade five to grade 10 right now. Um, so understanding what STEM is. So right now in the past, I think it was last week, Saturday, uh, we did the Go Eng Girl where grade fives to grade nine students were able to come um, along and um, we talked about how fire safe we talked about fire shelter and how they can um, 
server. How do I use um, the engineering design and to to come up to come up with a solution for um, dealing with fire um, wildfires in a remote area? So they came up with different solutions, and that was able to implement with um, GoEng. And then currently, and we're preparing right now to do Go Code Girl, which is pretty much is about the same thing, but we're dealing with um, programming. And we're also dealing with, um, I think, Black Esteem, which is a program that um, introduces uh, Esteem, which is engineering, science, uh, technology, um, mathematics, and all that into um, to students, to girls, Black girls um, in low-income communities. So that'll be an interesting journey right now, um, which we're trying to, I'm working with my co-mentor. Um, and both of us are coming up with contents and how we can interact with the students and learning more about it. So pretty much my, um, over, so pretty much overall, my, my role as a mentor or student success lead is to um, introduce students into STEM and tell and show them how it can be, how you can use it in real life and how it is really important to have people like them especially people blowing, people who are in the minority community and how it's so beneficial in, in the current state of the world that, hey, I can do it, you can do it, other people can do it, um, because we really need that representation of the minority, especially black girls or even females in the tech world or in the STEM world. So um, that's pretty much my, um, my role as in, in K2I. How is that, uh, how is, coming from high school and up until now, uh, has that entire journey shaped your learning journey? Looking back in high school, I, I knew little to nothing about what the STEM field offers. Like none of my family um, came from, well, they came from the science field. My grandfather was a nurse. My mother was a nurse. My sister too, she's a nurse, and some of them are in kinesiology and economics. So most of them are in like the medical science, and that's sort of like the 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 mathematics or the computer science engineering part of the STEM or the STEAM part of or the STEAM. So um, it was an interesting journey that I I could I realized that there there needs to be more exposure exposure in the communities about STEM about STEAM about how you can just like just get it introduced as early earlier as early as possible into the stem field makes a really huge difference because they're able to give them a wild option varieties of options that they can choose from from rather than a limited worldview of what they think they can achieve due to the fact that they might not have the same opportunities as i did or as most all privileged people did um so i do want to see like the K2I program has shaped me to understand that we need more representation. We need more of this program. I even want, like, I really want this K2I program to even be in all of the universities or colleges in, in, in Canada, because I think it's really important to show that the community, you're, involved, you're involving the community into what, you're involving the community, right? And and the community of where that university or college is, situ is situated is really important because they are the future, right? The, uh, the younger kids in high school and elementary school, they are the future. And we need to start 
recognizing that we need to start trying to like get them into um, understanding the STEM field. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think you touch on something very important, which is about having an impact through the technical program you're pursuing. And uh, it's, um, it's, uh, it's a thing which is coming up and a lot of young people are interested that what they're learning is going to have an impact. So what, what are the, what is the uh, sort of the advice, I would say, or uh, rather, what is uh, the journey? And why is it even important for computer science students um, to get started with social impact, according to you? Right. Um, one thing I would say is um, for all using technology, whether we like it or not, you're being impacted by social media, by the tech companies that are currently um, in charge of like most of our technology. So uh, the social impact is quite, it's quite big. Um, so I think students even understanding how those things functions or how um, algorithms work for example instagram uh, students are are not are seeing like the beauty like the beauty standard or the perfect face or whatnot that kind of aspect an aspect of how that is that is not necessarily a real life right so i think maybe having the students or kids who are younger understanding that hey this is fake because you're able to do a face tune like this technology can be able to use to to configure that and just maybe understand like the basic concept of that that may be able to shift their thinking and realize that i am not it's okay not to be perfect it's okay not to be that perfect skinny or buffed up person so um i think just just understanding that that basic fundamental of technology it will be a really big and they'll have a really big impact on the youth and the generation to come. Yeah, yeah well, thanks for sharing those insights. Uh, enough about reflecting. Let's go <laughs> into the future a little bit. Uh, and uh, as you shape your career in the coming years, Femi, uh, what are some of the things you're curious to learn about? Um, this, I leave that open in terms of your, your program or anything. Uh, I feel like I'm in a crossroad right now in determining where um, I, I would go, my future would take me. So right now I'm trying to go into trying to find some of my internships right now. Uh, so it's been a, a, a <laughs> tough writing cover letters and uh, resumes for each company. Um, so I'm waiting to where it's been a full stack engineer by the by. Um, and getting like a full-time position as, as that. So that's kind of my future. I don't necessarily see myself in like the FANG, which is like the Facebook, Amazon, and like those companies per se. But I, I, I want to start in, possibly in a startup um, and see where that takes me. And that's kind of my future. And um, I kind of have a personal goal of mine um, in terms of technology that happens in Africa as a whole, not necessarily just um, a specific country in, in uh, Africa, but Africa as a whole, um, in terms of how technology and how even startups are, are being like, are building up there. So I, I do wanna, at some point in my journey from now to, um, I don't know how many years that would take me, um, but I do want to be able to talk more about this, the, the 
technological aspect of uh, African countries and how that is growing and how that's evolving because we don't necessarily uh, in the West we don't necessarily talk about other countries and how they're doing their technical how technical um, advance or per se except for maybe in China because that's like the rival in terms of um, technical advances with the US. Well, uh, thank you so much, uh, Bemi, uh, for all of that exciting insights uh, into your career and what are your plans uh, for the future. I do have one last question before we close off, uh, which is what is that one advice that you would give somebody who was uh, who is in your shoes back in high school uh, trying to discover engineering or somebody who is in another program trying to discover engineering? What is that one piece or two pieces of advice that you have? Um, first thing I will say, ask, always ask. If you do not know the, the, the answer or you, you're stuck at something, ask around. Because one thing I've learned is that, especially with professors, if you're asking them about something they're researching or, or it's their field, they're willing to absolutely take some time off and answer your question. So I think if we're just asking your parents or making like, maybe even it might be a cold call, it might be going through LinkedIn, it might be through like a social media, like, although do it respectfully <laughs> and keep in mind that they're, they're, they have a lot of things in their hands, maybe like asking for a 10 minutes um, interview or something like that, but just make sure you ask. Um, and secondly, try to open your like open your options into anything so if you see an opportunity that hey like this might be too big but at the same time i don't mind it like i may be able to learn something out of it maybe attend a conference just because you're you're not necessarily a, a, an adult or like in the industry doesn't mean that you can't attend because you're going to meet people and then you might meet some networks and talk to people that you never thought possible and you can just connect that way. So um, like, for example, there's the um, Grace Hopper celebration. And I quickly, I saw the email from um, Masan and I quickly like emailed them and said, I want to be in it. Um, and I was able to try and right now, I got in contact with a recruiter right now for like an, uh, of, um, an internship program they're offering at a company. So I, I think um, just applying to, uh, just, if we're just dabbling in other things or going to, uh, if you're interested in something, well, I know this is, this is the third one. If you're interested in something and you, want, and you know that you definitely want to learn about it, go online, Google it, see who is offering that opportunity. Maybe it's a, maybe you're into like stem cell, go online, search, stem cell research and universities or medical centers are offering it. And I guarantee you there will be definitely um, research assistant position there or some other position there and ask about it if you want to do it. So I think that was something that I, I, I didn't do in high school that I wish I did. So um, ask, ask for help, be open for opportunities. And the third one is jump in. And third one is pretty much take the initiative. If you're into something, go around and find it because I, I know surely you will definitely find it at some point if you try enough. So 
Uh, well, that comes up to our wrap. Uh, thank you so much again, Bemi, for doing this. Uh, had an absolute pleasure hearing your stories, you discovering uh, Lasanne, you discovering computer science, you discovering and what you're planning with your future. Uh, very excited to see uh, all the exciting things that you're going to be doing. Thank you, Bemi, for sharing those insights. We hope to take Bemi's story to expand our own worldview on how computer science, technology, engineering, and math can be used to create impact for people and why representation matters in STEM. That is to create diverse, inclusive solutions to diverse, complex challenges. Thanks again for tuning in. Join our social networks to stay tuned into our podcast and all Lausanne School of Engineering activities. We are at Lausanne School on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Check out lasans.jerkyou.ca slash podcast for your episode guide to This is Lasans Code.